Hey there, and welcome to the Jimmy's Table podcast at jimmystable.com. I'm your host, Jimmy Humphrey. I'm curiously evangelical, politically homeless, and a dreamer of small things. On this podcast, I'm having conversations about the intersection of faith, life, and culture. So if you have honest questions, aren't afraid to have difficult conversations, and want to have a little fun along the way, then pull up a chair. This podcast is for you. So today's episode 193 of the jimmystable.com podcast, simply entitled Joy for Everyone. It's about a week heading into the Christmas season. Ho, 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 ho. Hope you got your last of your Christmas shopping done. I just finished up with mine. And all, all that remains is for all the packages to come in, for me to go get some wrapping paper from Target, uh, and to do everything I can to get everything wrapped up uh, before the eventful day. Gosh, I hope they're still selling Christmas wrapping paper at this time of year. Uh, over at Target, I was sitting there thinking, you know, maybe I should get some Hallmark stuff. And then I started thinking about uh, Hallmark, and I was like, I wonder if Hallmark has Hallmark movie channel wrapping paper. And I tried to make a very diligent search on the internet um, because I thought, hey, this would be a great idea for, like, my girlfriend. Um, and I tried to find a Hallmark channel movie wrapping paper and I was sitting there thinking surely Hallmark you know has this entire movie channel and and they have the entire Christmas movie thing and I thought sure enough Walmart or Hallmark of all people would have wrapping paper dedicated to their channel and their movie and I searched all over hallmark.com uh to see if I couldn't find such wrapping paper I went to Etsy and I went to a couple other places to see if I could find such wrapping paper, and lo to my behold, or lo to my uh, bewilderment, no such wrapping paper exists. Epic fail, Hallmark. Epic fail. How is it that at Christmas of all times you're not selling wrapping pe- paper dedicated to your Christmas movies? Like, do you know how much money you could make from guys like me who want to impress their uh, female significant others at this time of year? Like, you would just make a flock of Karens extremely happy all over the place. <laughs> uh, if you could. Uh, anyway, I say all that because none of that has anything to do whatsoever with what I'm going to talk about today. Uh, but hey, that's just my Christmas tangent and this is my podcast. And guess what? You, you're listening to it. At least I hope you're still listening to it. Uh, anyway, so today's podcast, I just thought I'd offer up some humorous insights about the entire wrapping paper fiasco. Um, but more importantly, I just thought I'd offer a simple little devotional for something that was kind of weighing on my heart and mind as we enter into the Christmas season. In Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 11, it says, In the same region there were some shepherds staying out in the fields and keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord suddenly stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terribly frightened. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all the people. For today in the city of David there is born for you a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. Joy is a concept that I think we all understand, but as much as we may understand it, it's something that we don't fully grasp. And it's something that remains elusive to us. And maybe for many, it feels like something that 
we've experienced bouts of joy in our life, but for whatever reason in our life, we're coming up empty-handed uh, when it comes to joy. And we just feel like it's something that's outside of our grasp and something that we maybe don't possess a lot of. And that's kind of a sad thing when you think about it. When you think about a world where people lack joy. Because I sit there and think how much of the world operates um, and how much it runs on a deficit of joy in our lives. How much of what we do in our lives is this ever-seeking quest for joy. And we make decisions, crucial decisions in our life, decisions that impact jobs, careers, family, friends, what we do uh, in our spare time, and everything in between. How much of what we do in our lives simply issues out of a lack of deficit, a lack of deficit when it comes to joy in our lives. We simply don't have joy, so we try to get a lot of everything else. We don't have joy, so instead we seek happiness, thinking they're one and the same, when I think we all know better than to think joy and happiness is the same. And while there might be a lot of parallels to joy and happiness, I, th I think most people would agree that happiness is something you experience in temporary circumstances, when things go your way, when things work out the way you want them to, when you get a new job, when you get a new romantic interest, when, when you hit the home run and game seven of the bottom of the ninth of the World Series, uh, when you win the scratch-off lottery, when somebody compliments you for your hair, uh, when somebody just does something nice for you, uh, and it just, you know, everything works out the way you want um, because the temporary circumstances of your life just simply happen to click. I think we understand those temporary wins, those temporary thrills that we get in life, those temporary highs that we get. We understand that to be happiness. And we understand happiness comes and goes. But joy, joy is not just like happiness. That is something that is a, just a temporary thrill that we get um, over external circumstances. But joy is an internal situation. It's an internal delight of the heart. And I believe joy not only is internal in nature... Um, and it's a delight of the heart that abides as a characteristic, a disposition, uh, a way that one faces um, when they ultimately experience joy. Joy is something that it, you experience in good times, but joy as an abiding characteristic of the heart is something that exists even in bad times. Uh, scripture says, the joy of the Lord shall be my strength. And as I've thought about the challenges of my life and trials and circumstances I've gone through in my life, and I've been through quite a few, if you, you listen to this podcast for any period of time, but I've realized in my own life and my own battles with grief and anger and frustration and uh, resentment and all the things that could come your way in life that would just rob you of joy, but that joy is something that can even exist in the darkest of times. And if the joy of the Lord is to be our strength, then joy is a weapon that we use 
to fight against the darkness, to bring us out of the depressing times, to bring us out of the times of situations in which our lives are just not up to snuff, in which with things don't work out as we dreamed, and we're just absolutely distraught over the things that have befallen us. And that's how joy and happiness differ. But you know, people confuse the two, and they chase happiness as a substitute for joy. So they, they have the thrilling uh, conquest of a sexual partner, a romantic partner. Uh, they climb the corporate ladder. They lavish themselves with material goods and, and all the riches of the world and all the delicacies of the world. And, and they do things like bungee jump and skydive and do all these things that they can do to get this temporary high. But those things all eventually fade and those things all eventually decline and and that high that you experience just isn't the same anymore and so you're left wanting and you're left wanting and you so you go from one high to the next looking for something and you just feed uh, a bottomless well at the end of the day and you and you search for joy all the way to the bottom of a bottle and you never find it um, and you look for it at all sorts of temporary circumstances. You look for it at all sorts of situations and relationships and dysfunctions and all sorts of things that you think will bring you happiness, uh, things that you think will br bring you joy. Um, and they may bring you temporary happiness, but they always just leave you wanting more. They always leave you just with this sense of, of being empty. And as I sit here and think of this, this passage of scripture where the angels appear to the shepherds and say, don't be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all people. For today in the city of David, there is born for you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. I can't help but be thinking of these terms and think, you know what? These angels appeared to these shepherds who expected nothing. And they might have even been expecting the worst because of the situations in which they found themselves in life. Considering the Roman occupation of uh, Jerusalem and Judea at the time, and all the nation of Israel, modern day Palestine, if you will. You know, they were probably feeling a little down on their luck. Things were not as they hoped they would be in their life. Things might not be exactly what they were wanting. But here, an angel appears and says, I bring you good news of great joy. And that joy is a joy that's for all people, everywhere, everyone, all at once. You know, when we think of the gospel, it's so much of our preaching, I think, often gets weighed down in, in the, the heavy nature of the things of the gospel. We talk about hell, we talk about sin, and, and we talk about judgment and eternity and, and things to come and, and the second coming of Jesus and, you know, Jesus dying for, a cross, dying for our sins on a cross and, and all that sort of stuff. And, and don't get me wrong, we should talk about those things. Those are important things to talk about. They, they have their place. But I feel that in our announcement of the gospel that we often lose a sense of the joy that this good news is supposed to bring. And, and we, we, we get into heavy-headed stuff, stuff that weighs down our hearts, 
And I just feel like in, in the hearing of the preaching of the, so much of the gospel of, of, from so many people is that they have yet to see it as good news. And they have yet to see it as joy. They have yet to see it as a source of eternal comfort. They have yet to see it as something that is supposed to pierce to the depths of their heart and bring about an inward disposition of their soul in which a deposit of joy is left that overtakes them. A joy that abides in them even in dark times that allows them to fight against the darkness, that allows it to be a a source of strength for tough times. They've yet to grasp that. Instead, they're still weighed down with the heavy. And when the angels appear to these shepherds, I don't get a sense that they walked away with something heavy. They walked away with good news. They walked away with a sense of great joy. For their joy wasn't simply in the announcement of, well, Jesus is going to die for your sins and and all these other theological statements of trying to make sense of the gospel and and all that sort of stuff, as, as good as all that sort of stuff is. But they sit there and say, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all people. For today, in the city of David, there is born for you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. The joy that they announced is pegged to a person. The joy they announced that is supposed to be for all people is Jesus Christ himself. Jesus Christ himself, a person. God made flesh. Born for you and me. Born for you and me so that we might have Eternal joy. So that we could have something greater than happiness. So that we could have something greater than the next fling. So that we could have something greater than all the riches of the world. So that we could have something greater than the next job promotion. That So we could have something greater than the next great meal. So that we could have something greater than the next adrenaline junkie that we might experience from jumping out of an airplane. <laughs> You know, real joy. Not the joy that you find in temporary circumstances, but the joy that can only be found in a person. That person is Jesus Christ. So don't be afraid, the angel said. For behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all people. So whatever you're going through in your circumstances in life, and circumstances can be hard, especially at this Christmas season, this Christmas season in which maybe the money's not as good as we'd hope, finding ourselves in challenging economic environments. Maybe we have damaged relationship with loved ones. We're going to look around this Christmas and wish that loved ones were there that aren't whether they're there by choice or by tragedy. We're going to look around and, and maybe not see what we, that we got what we wanted for Christmas. Maybe all of our dreams and aspirations this year haven't come true. Maybe not everything has worked out in our favor. 
Maybe this Christmas will feel like something of a buzzkill and we might even feel a little depressed as a result because we didn't get what we wanted. But we have something better. For behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all people. For today in the city of David, there has been born for you a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. In him are all our joys to be found. But because we're so busy looking for everything else, so busy looking for all the temporary highs, all the temporary happiness, all the warms and fuzzies, and don't get me wrong, there can be lots of warms and fuzzies in life, and some of those warms and fuzzies are good things, and some of those warms and fuzzies are perhaps some things you need to, to, to stay away from. But whether they're good warms and fuzzies or fuzzies you get from bad things, don't use those warms and fuzzies, those temporary highs, as a substitute for joy that comes from the city of David, born in a major, Savior, Christ the Lord. So everybody, just my temp- little podcast for this, this holiday season. I don't mean for it to drag on very long. But I hope everyone listening to this podcast has a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and that whatever it is you're looking for, stop looking for it in the temporary highs, the temporary excitements, whether those excitements are good excitements or bad excitements. But instead, look for the news, the good news of great joy, which is to be for all people. And as Jesus Christ himself, he is to be our joy and our delight. And he is to abide in even the the deepest places of our heart. And if he abides there, then no matter what we're going through, no matter what our circumstances, we can always hope to find joy even in the darkest of situations, even when things aren't working out in our favor. And that joy will be a source of strength which will help us fight against the darkness. But we can only experience that if we keep looking unto the light. So everybody, this has been Jimmy Humphrey, episode 193 of the JimmySable.com podcast. Joy for everyone. I hope you have found that joy. If you haven't, I hope you keep looking for it. If you've enjoyed this podcast, email me, jimmy at jimmystable.com. If you have yet to subscribe to the jimmystable.com podcast, go to jimmystable.com slash subscribe and find your favorite way to subscribe. And everybody, this is Jimmy Humphrey, jimmystable.com, where I'm having conversations about the intersection of faith life and culture. Oh yeah, and by the way, if you've enjoyed this podcast, go to the places you can leave five-star reviews like Apple and Spotify and leave your glowing five-star review and let everybody know what a joy this podcast has been to you. (laughs) Everybody, I love you. 
I hope you have a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, and uh, that your holiday season be joyful and bright. Take care, everybody. God bless, and have a good one. That's all I have to say about that. That's the right on, man. You said it all.